Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Bob Stoffer joining you from the Hall of Fame room. And uh, I got to be honest, uh, I did not think uh, when uh, the search began that uh, Ken Holland would even be an option. But Ken has been kind enough to join us uh, right now. Ken, uh, first question I mean, how much of a. Uh, I know you spoke a little and you showed uh, certainly some emotion and some passion. I mean, how difficult of a decision was it for you to leave an organization and to leave a family that you had worked with for the last 36 years in Detroit? Well, it was very, very, very difficult. Um, you know, it's it's been it's been my whole life. I mean, I, since I was uh, 20, uh, 27 years old, I've, I've been a Red Wing. You know, I'm 63 years of age. My last two years as a player, I played in the, the Adirondack Red Wings in, in 83, 84, 80, 45, and then Jim Devolano and Neil Smith hired me as a, as a Western scout. So it's been a it's been a massive part of our life. We moved to Detroit in 1994. We've lived in Detroit for 25 years, and uh, uh, our kids grew up they, when we got there they were like you know eight nine ten and they went to school there and uh, they got friends and and uh, incredible ownership and you know you you work with people you build relationships you build relationships and Chris Draper was on my staff and I've known you know Chris since 1993 giving you some examples so uh, um, when Steve took over um, the Illich's uh, Chris and Miss Silich offered me uh, an incredible opportunity uh, to remain in the organization. Steve wanted me to stay with him um, um, as a senior vice president and, and uh, pitch in to, to the extent that I would. So it was, life could have been good. Life could, right. have been, life could have been good. And But like I said, when I went to the world under 18s, um, and I was watching, you know, for the draft, and uh, I, I, I started to realize I was getting a little more restless quicker than I thought. And uh, Bob uh, talked to Bob uh, a few days ago, and uh, it all came down. We're joined by Ken Hall and Bob Stoffer with you from the Oilers Radio Network. Ken. Um, it's interesting. Uh, there's been a lot of criticism of the work of your predecessor, but in fairness to Pete Shirelli. When he came here, I would say the cupboards were bare in terms of a, a prospect base. And one of the areas that improved, and in large part over the last couple of years, uh, since Keith Gretzky came aboard in August of 2016, was uh, amateur scouting. And, uh, and an emphasis with Jay Woodcroft, who used to work for you as well at one time in Detroit, uh, as a head coach. Uh, you're going to get an opportunity to see some of those prospects. On that note, uh, you would have seen Keith 
over at the U18s where two Canadians and five American kids are going to be in that mix to be in the top eight spot. Uh, that's really an area that Keith excelled in. And I know you've already stated the fact that in a, in a perfect world you find a place for him. Would you hesitate at all in terms of keeping Keith in that role, overseeing that area on the amateur side? Well, I don't know Keith. I got to meet. I mean, I know I know him to say hello. Right. Know? So, yeah. so uh, um, we're all in the business. But I mean, to, I, I need to spend some time with him. Um, everybody that I talk to tells me that he's got a great eye for talent. Um, he's been in the amateur uh, business for, for for a long time. So, so I want to sit down with uh, with him and see what uh, what what he he's thinking. Are what he's thinking. Um, you need lots of good scouts. And to your point, if you're going to be good in the salary cap world, you got to draft and you got to develop. And for the most part, it's got to be homegrown. That's the that's the game that's been uh, put together in the CBA. And to your point, you know, Peter, uh, in the Olympics in 2014, Peter and Doug Armstrong and myself were part of the, the management team with... Um, with Steve Eisenman and Steve and I roomed together and across the hall were Doug Armstrong and Peter Shirelli. So we went to bed. It's like being in, I never went to college, but it must be like going to college for two weeks. You know, we, we'd be up at night and talking hockey and having a couple of beer and wake up in the morning and go to the, go for breakfast and, and hung out. And, and uh, uh, Peter's a really good hockey man. And um, like I said, did a lot of really good things here. And certainly there's some really good young players here. Um, that are going to impact this team going forward, and, and uh, Keith Gretzky, Peter, Peter Shirelli's fingerprints are all over all, all over those moves. Um, would you hesitate at all in hiring a first-time head, uh, full-time NHL head coach? I mean, uh, there's there's. A lot of people said, well, we need an experienced coach here. Well, the owners just had Todd McClellan, Ken Hitchcock, two really good coaches. And Todd found uh, very quickly the opp- he had opportunities with, you know, two, maybe three different NHL organizations. But would you hesitate at all going with a first-time NHL head coach? Well, I just hired Jeff Blaschel, right. you know, in Detroit. So I did, I did just hire a first-time NHL head coach. And I would say to you, Bob, that I don't care how good you are, when you get to the NHL, and you're a first time. It's like it's like being a first time player. There's growing pains. There there has to be growing pains. And I'd like to think that I'm a better manager in year six than I was in year one. And and, and you're a better head coach in year six than you are in year one. So um, to hire somebody that's never coached before, um, I've I've done it in Detroit. Would I do it here? Yes, I would do it here. That 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 person would have to. Uh, uh, kind of knock my socks off in the uh, in the interview process. I certainly can. I look at resumes. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're in the radio industry or you're whether you're in the, the food industry. You know, the experience, the experience of of making mistakes and 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 make realizing the next time you're not going to make the same mistake. That's what experience is about. So, would I hire a first time coach? I would hire a first time coach. Um, I'll probably have one, maybe two on my list. Um, that you know, I, I'm not going to interview 15 coaches. I don't. I don't have time to interview 15 coaches. I'm going to put the list together and narrow it down. And I'd probably like to to talk to four to six coaches and and somewhere in there uh, make a decision on the, the next head coach. Uh, you already addressed the fact that the team needs another goaltender. Besides that, what do you think needs to be targeted to improve the team the most moving, moving forward in terms of player personnel? I guess my question would be, you know, like I, I, I'm big on a team that can skate. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I, I've got to figure out the, the, the Oilers' team speed. I, but I also, when you look at these Stanley Cup playoffs and you watch the Boston Columbus still series, heavy, isn't yeah, it? it's still heavy and they're banging away and you got to you got to have some size to your team. So trying to find players that are big and they can skate, they're, they, they, that's hard to find. So you got to find that, 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 that mix. But uh, certainly, you know, when I look at the forward group, you know, you, you need you need secondary scoring. You, you got to you've got to we got to try to figure out how to get some secondary scoring, and w- whether is that by some of the people that are already here, are they used differently with a different with a different coach, or do we need to make some changes? There's some kids in the minors. Do we have to explore the the marketplace? And it's not like you're going to go out in the marketplace and, and sign two or three forwards at five, six, seven million dollars each. Like you, you, there is there is a salary cap, so you got to find some. But there's also there's there's always some players that are on the market on July the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and they they they, they turn out to be you know I think Chase was one of those guys last right. year. Right, six hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, it came in at, at, at twenty BTO. goals. So that's part of the that's part of what you got to do to be good in the in the salary cap world. It can't be all big names, big contracts, uh, big long term deals. There's got to be some young players pushing. There's got to be some cheap players that have an impact on your team. Uh, you've got to try to find a chemistry. Uh, you know, I want the, the bottom, they got to play hard. they got to compete. And now if you look at the Stanley Cup playoffs, it's about competing, you know, for every every square inch. And uh, I think, uh, you know, on defense, there's lots of NHL defensemen there. Uh, I'm trying to sort out exactly... Uh, um, how it all how it shakes up and you know you obviously there's a young Bouchard there's a young Samarukov there's a there's Ethan Bear there's a, there's a Caleb Jones so even Joel Person coming you, over from Sweden, Sweden sure. yeah yeah so I mean the person coming uh, kind of so I think there's another young player there uh, in, in William Lagesson yeah Lagesson so yeah well. so um, can one of those players force their way onto the team that's what that's what you need and not only they force their way on the team they're on the team because they've they've earned their way on the team uh, they're young they're excited uh, they're going to play they maybe need someone to play with that's going to kind of settle them down but they're 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 cheap and because again it can't be all it can't be all high octane uh, expensive players well it also allows you to maybe move some money around as well ken look you're running the gauntlet we yep. appreciate the time uh, hopefully we get a chance to do this uh, often during the course of the next four or five years thank Thanks. you thank you very much oilers now with bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on oilers radio 6 30 chad